Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Making America Strong Again. The only program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Join fellow patriots as we rediscover our past, reignite our future, and celebrate America now. Welcome to Making America Strong Again. This is Steve Olds, your host for the program. It is a privilege to be with you. It is a uh, great opportunity this week, especially as we begin to take a look back at 2015 and a look forward into 2016. I just want to take a quick minute and thank everybody who has been a part of this uh, broadcast this year, from uh, Shane and the engineering department to uh, all of our guest hosts and uh, participants in the program and all those that are behind the scenes to make the program work You've been a valuable part of the effort, and, and I really appreciate that. So as we start to as we start to plan our activities for the next year, I do want to encourage uh, everybody to uh, go to iTunes and and uh, go ahead and subscribe to Making America Strong Again there, so you can get our updates on a weekly basis. If you prefer the uh, online version, just go to patriotpodcast.com and you'll be able to get access to it. In a simple, simple, easy-to-listen-to format. We're all about simple and easy so that we can (laughs) make life uh, as painless as possible when it comes to technology so we can focus our time and effort and energy on the things that matter the most. As as is probably uh, your experience, when you begin to get past the Christmas holiday and everybody begins to focus on New Year's, Obviously, the big parties on New Year's Eve are always uh, worth a little entertainment. But the bigger issues of the day are what does the next year look like? And if you go back and, and think about the times in your life when you were beginning to evaluate those New Year's resolutions, you were starting to think about what's what's the next year going to bring. And it's kind of funny if you go back and you look at what we were thinking about as kids. Think back when you were in high school. What were What were the big New Year's plans? Well, for a lot of folks, the idea of actually getting out of high school was a pretty big goal. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. Graduating, passing a class, taking midterms, whatever it happened to be, or perhaps it was getting ready to get into college. Perhaps it was the sweetheart that you were uh, had your eye on throughout the course of, of your time in school. And then as we move forward into the college years and we start thinking about what it is that we're going to do in our in our professional life, and then maybe you start getting a little more serious with your sweetheart and you start thinking about the whole family idea and then what comes after that and then we've got jobs and kids and life etc cetera, etc cetera. and then you wake up one day and you realize one career down okay that that couple of decades went by pretty quickly now what and now you're looking back on you know I remember when my parents told me how quickly time flies but now I've experienced it and then you wake up and say now what 
how much time do I have left? And then there are going to be occasions where you start to say goodbye to your friends. Instead of going to weddings, you've experienced the passing of, of loved ones. You've experienced the passing of perhaps people that you've known well that left this earth unexpectedly. And so life begins to take a different hue. Add to that all of the uh, turmoil that we're experiencing in not only America but around the world. And suddenly the the easy days of high school and, and perhaps college or trade school isn't quite so easy anymore. So when we get around to the process of what you might call traditional goal setting, the whole, all right, how much money, how much weight, <laughs> where, where do I want to go this year, what's my job going to be like, all of that sort of stuff ah, just kind of gets old after a while, especially when you think back. Now, what again, what were my goals for last year? Now, if you're diligent and you actually have a journal and you write this stuff down and you go back, you've probably kept track. You probably looked already at your 2015 goals. Maybe you looked at 14 and 13 and 12 and all the way back. A lot of people do that every year. They write down and, and grab, a, grab a journal and keep notes so they can see what their progress looks like. So when you look back at last year's goals, how did you think through them? How did you think through the ideas that you saw on the horizon for 2015? And how close did you get? Did you get where you expected to be? Are you now looking back? Are you happy with the result? How many of you have taken turns in your year that you didn't expect? Maybe something happened that took you off track, something good perhaps that showed up and an opportunity that you didn't expect, and it created perhaps an increase in your vision for your future. Maybe it had a big impact financially, or perhaps you had a new grandchild for this year, or who knows what it was. But if you begin to look at those things and those life experiences and begin to put them into context of your goals, it's pretty interesting to see how those relationships work. Because a lot of times, those things, when we sit around on New Year's Day in between football games and throw some ideas on paper because it's the thing to do, it's often clear that those ideas are not necessarily directly connected to the activities that are going on in our life. We also, at this time of year, begin to hear a lot of uh, expert gurus tell us all the short-circuit ways we can meet our goals, tips and tricks and, and shortcuts that help us get to where we want to be. And in a lot of cases, it's a, it's a very uh, promotional way to sell stuff, whether it's the latest goal-setting book, whether it's the, the phenomenal gym membership that guarantees that when you buy this membership, uh, you're going to start shedding pounds just by thinking about going to the gym. Well, obviously, if you've been around for a couple of New Year's, you realize that most of that is, uh, is good marketing promotion for the companies that run it. But at the end of the day, most people don't pull it off. You ever wonder why most people don't achieve their goals in life? Maybe you've never thought about it. And maybe you might think it's a pretty brash thing to say. How do I know that most people don't achieve their goals in life? All you have to do is really listen. Listen to what people talk about. In your conversations on a daily basis or in your meetings with people or even just out in the public, how often are you sitting in a public place, whether it's a barbershop getting a haircut or whether it's a restaurant or perhaps a sporting event, and you hear people talking about stuff in general, or or maybe you actually look at social media and see what people volunteer to put up for everybody in the world to see. How many people are 
full of angst, frustration, annoyances, grievances of all sorts. Look at what people talk about. How many people are really joyous and fired up about life, about what's going on in their world? Well, if you begin to dial that back and say, okay, well, how did, how did they get there? What were their goals like? What were their actions that drove those goals on a daily basis? How did they get to that point in life? And then furthermore, how many people in America are experiencing those same types of frustrations? How many people are experiencing financial frustrations? Do you think most people in America, or let me just ask it this way, do you think 51% of America decided they were going to set a goal that by the end of 2015, they wanted to be earning less than 30 grand a year? I'll, I'll bet you very few people set a goal to make less than $30,000 a year. Except that's where we are in America. So how did that happen? What about the other elements of our career planning? What about school? How many young people do you think set a goal to be a quarter million dollars in debt and stay in school for five or six or seven years because they couldn't get a job in the place where they wanted to work? Most people don't think like that. So how do you change that? Is there a practical way, or is that just kind of the way life rolls and you just got to suck it up and deal with it? Well, as is the case in so many environments, there are always ways to take the good parts of those shortcuts and those tips and those tricks, and there's value in applying them along with traditional deep-level thinking so that we can produce a successful result. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, a lot of people look at goals as the primary driver to the activities you perform in your life. Well, actually, goals are the result of a much bigger picture. What do I mean by that? Well, we've been talking throughout the course of 2015 about a dream, a vision, a purpose, and a mission with our company, with Patriot Mission. We have a dream to lead Americans to rediscover the shining city on a hill. We have a vision to build a bold leadership team in every county, independent city, and parish in America. We have a purpose to grow our personal and professional capital, our political influence, and our liberty. And we have a mission to rebuild America through the power of small business. That dream, vision, purpose, and mission lead us then to the place where we can begin to create specific goals, specific action items, specific quarterly annual goal items that have to be accomplished in order to complete the mission, which means that we're going to complete our company's purpose and complete the vision and complete the dream. So if you think about that with respect to your life, have you ever really considered what you're doing on this earth? Ever pondered why God put you here? Or maybe you don't believe God had anything to do with it and you're just here. So what are you doing here? What do you plan to get done while you're here? Life's not all that long. So if you're going to begin to think that way and you start looking at what it is that I'm really here to get done, a handful of goals is pretty much meaningless. What's the real purpose of your life? What's the big dream that you have? What's your vision? What's your purpose? And what's your mission? What's your mission on this planet? When we come back from the break, we're going to drill into that a little bit. We're going to start to talk through a couple of ways that you can begin to ponder that yourself 
and walk through some specific ways that you can begin to develop or refine if you've already pursued this course of thinking. Is the mission that I'm on the one that I think I'm on? (laughs) Or am I fooling myself? Or do I need to make an adjustment? Because many of these things are not set in stone. So we'll be right back and we'll discuss a few of those things in detail so that you can launch into the new year with boldness and vigor. Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about national restoration, get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com. This is Steve Schwartz with PDGo.com. We've been in business for over 15 years and have created over 1,000 websites for clients across the USA and across the world. We help our clients have a custom, affordable website, and we teach them personally how they can very easily update the information on their websites themselves anytime they want to without being a techie. Take a look at PDGo.com and see samples of our work and testimonials that clients have said about our service. PDGo.com. Again, PDGo.com. At SurfPro of Vero Beach, no job is too big and no question is too small. So when fire, water, or mold damage strikes your home or business, call on SurfPro of Vero Beach at 772-770-0501. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things that matter most are on the line, make sure SurfPro of Vero Beach is too by calling 772-770-0501. That's SurfPro of Vero Beach helping make fire, water, and mold damage like it never, ever happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. Hi, this is Kelly Fisher, a supporter of the Making America Strong Again mission and your local real estate professional here on the Treasure Coast. It has been my honor to serve our community here in Vero Beach since 2003, and with over 1,500 home sales over the past 21 years, it's my hope that you will consider the Kelly Fisher team at Treasure Coast Sotheby's International Realty for all your real estate needs. It's also our desire that every family has a home and every home has a family. And we have partnered with the Homeless Family Center of Vero Beach to work toward that goal. When you buy or sell a home with the Kelly Fisher team, we will make a substantial contribution toward alleviating homelessness in our hometown. To be a part of this great mission, please call us at 772-321-6905. Welcome back to Making America Strong Again, the program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Once again, here's your host, Steve Olds. Well, welcome back to our last segment of 2015, and we've been talking about goal setting. What a what a common thing to talk about here at the end of the year. But actually, we've been talking about it from a different perspective. We've been talking about how your goals actually emanate from a much bigger picture in your life and why it's important, whether you call it your personal mission or your personal dream, whatever language you use, there needs to be a bigger driver in your life so that the actual line items that you list as particular goals that you want to get knocked out in a year are actually connected to a bigger driver. Why is that? You know, it's important that we understand the why behind the things that drive us. 
there is a book that Simon Sinek wrote called The Power of Why. And it really begins to help people understand. And it's written in a business perspective. And you can also go on uh, YouTube. There's a TED video. It's 18 minutes long. Just search Simon Sinek, S-I-N-E-K. And look for his 18-minute TED talk that he did in, I believe it was in um, Seattle, Washington. And he talks about why. And he goes through an entire analysis through the lens of different companies that are driven by the why in their world. Well, in the same way, individual people are driven by the why in their life. Because at the end of the day, the what, okay, what do I do for a living? What do I bring home? What am I going to have for dinner? Who cares? The real issue is why you're doing the activities that generate those results. What's the big driver in your life? What's your dream? There's also an exercise that you can do. It's kind of a fun one. And it comes out of the, some might call it the total quality management world. Others would look at it through Lean Six Sigma in different places. But it's a, it's a tool that you can use And it's used in many business environments to get to the root cause of a problem. So here's a little game you can play. Go back and look at your goals for 2015. And then ask yourself a series of questions. And they're very complicated questions. You'll need to write them down. So goal number one, I want to do X by this date and time. By 12-31-2015, I wanted to earn X amount of money. So ask yourself the first question. The first question is why? Hmm. You probably got a decent answer for that. The second question is why. The third question is why. The fourth question is why. And the fifth question is why. You might have guessed the name of this exercise is five whys. When you begin to really ask yourself that question about any particular issue, why do you want to do that? Why? 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 Many times we begin to discover that the reasons we thought we're doing something aren't necessarily the real drivers behind them. So if you begin to ask yourself these hard questions, and you can also choose not to ask yourself the hard question. You can choose yourself, choose for yourself to not deal with some of these tougher issues. But I can promise you, if you go through the work to get serious with yourself and get serious with the reasons that you're on the planet, you may discover things that you never considered before. Now, one of the things that you have to keep in mind that if you're really going to do this, it doesn't work very well when you're also either watching the ball drop from the big tower in New York or watching football games. Actually, the best way to do this is to get out of your familiar environment, whether that's your home or office. Go somewhere where you're not normally located. We live in a beautiful place on the east coast of Florida. So many times what I'll do is take my uh, old school pad of paper and pencil and go to the beach. Go sit on a go sitting on go sit on a nice bench looking over the water and just unplug for a while. I'll even leave my phone turned off in my pocket so that I don't have any distractions. Get out of your environment. Get where there's some peace and quiet. Get away from people so that you can just relax and you can You can meditate, you can pray, you can begin to really delve deep into some of these issues that are ones that need some time. As my mentor, Michael Gerber, says, a lot of these things you just have to give room. You have to give them room to develop. Considering your future, considering what it is that your mission on this earth to do is not a small matter. 
And I can promise you that if it's the first time you've ever really deeply thought about it, it's not going to get done in one sitting on the beach or one trip to the park. This is a lifelong process. And it's one that is challenging. It's one that requires deep introspection, but it's also a lot of fun. Because when you really discover why you're on the planet, it gives you an entirely new sense of purpose, and it drives your vision, and it drives your personal mission. Why? That is really cool. I know now why I'm here. You can also engage other people that you trust, your family members, your spouse, your kids, your pastor, people that you work with, potentially depending on the relationship, because this is deeply personal. So when you begin to share your perspective and maybe ask for their input, what do you see as the value that I add in your life? That's a unique question. It's one that takes some guts to ask, and it takes even more guts to listen to the answer, because sometimes the answers aren't really what we want to hear. Some of the best counsel we get comes from people who are willing to tell us the truth. And it may be, especially for those of us that happen to be type A's that really can sometimes get infatuated with our own opinion, being able to put those aside for a while and actually hear from other people and be willing to take their input and their counsel and then give it room to develop along with your thinking. And when you get away from your office, a lot of people will want to uh, take notes electronically, and you can do that. But I'm going to suggest there is value in old school. There's value in an actual book that you go to a local bookstore and buy a book with a bunch of empty pages or an old school dollar notebook with three rings and some filler paper, something that you're going to keep on your shelf. And if you go back and look at the notes that you've written over the years, it'll surprise you. Matter of fact, I remember when my dad suggested before I went to flight school, I should I should start a journal, and I did. So when I go back and I read the things that I was thinking in 1985, 1986, I started, you know, what was it really like? What was on my mind back then? You think you'll remember, but you really don't. And if you have journals, go back and read them. It's great that you write in them, but go back and actually read them and remember what was on your mind. And as you develop that habit pattern that is connected to your deeper purpose in life, and you start developing ideas and documenting them, you're going to come up with all kinds of cool things that you think may be part of your purpose. Some of those may, in fact, be. Others you're going to come back and realize, now that's not it. But to have thought it through and written it down has value. So when you begin to connect your personal dream, your personal vision, your personal purpose and mission, and those begin to flow out of you in a very deep thoughtful way, what's the next logical progression? Then you begin to develop goals, personal goals, that do what? That serve you, that serve your purpose in life. That means now that you've understood and begun to develop the why in your life, the why that drives you to get out of bed every morning and incentivizes you to do a great job, now when you develop the goals Now the goal to become healthy and perhaps lose a few pounds is more than just losing a few pounds so you look better in your clothes and you don't have to go buy new new duds. Now it creates the energy and the vibrancy so that you can fulfill your mission, 
that mission that fires you up. And then you begin to imagine, well, what happens if I don't live a healthy lifestyle? Well, now that means I'm going to have about 10 to 20 years less time on the planet. Now what's the impact? Your mission does not get accomplished. What a tragedy. What a tragedy. You see the difference in where the source of that goal begins? So as you look at 2016, I implore you to pursue this line of thinking with yourself. Take a few minutes because as tens of thousands of Americans begin to go through this process, think about that. Tens of thousands of Americans get focused on why God put them on this planet. And part of that is he put them on this planet and this country for such a time as this. And together, focused Americans that know why they're here are going to be part of making America strong again in 2016. We look forward to the ride and running with you. Happy New Year. Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about national restoration, get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.